bright leaves fell from tired trees, and day by day they browned on the forest floor. Cool air sharpened its bite and nipped at the skin of any animal who hadn't begun to thicken his fur or fortify his feathers. Winter was on its way. On a riverbank near the giant city of steel that the animal folk called the Slivered Sky, a gang of otters had gathered, huddling to keep warm, while the brittle ground crunched below their claws. They sat in front of a traveling coyote, who had an old tin-can guitar strapped to his back. If you think this winter will be cold, let me sing you a song of the real winters in the howling lands, where the sun shines but gives no warmth, where the lakes freeze over thicker than a turtle shell, and a sneeze shatters when it hits the ground. These are the hungry winters, and a fellow without supplies surely goes cold and dies. The coyote's voice was scary and soothing at the same time. It slid from his tongue like gravel coated in gravy. The otters held one another's paws as they listened to him. You ever sneezed an icicle? The coyote asked. The otters shook their heads no in awed silence. Want to hear a song about it? The otters nodded their heads yes. No one had ever seen this gang of otters this quiet before. These were the Thunder River Rompers, twenty in all, and they considered themselves the toughest, tightest, and most terrible of all the river otter gangs around. Weren't they the ones who knocked over the big beaver dam three seasons back? Yup, sure as sunshine they were. Weren't they the ones who chased off a full-grown hawk just this past summer? Everyone knew they were, especially that frightened hawk. Weren't they the gang that rumbled and raised a ruckus with any passing creature and considered themselves the only pals of the paw worth palling around with anyway? Yep, that was the Thunder River Rompers, best brothers and brawlingest of beasts. So why were they sitting here, drop-jawed and wide-eyed, listening to some mangy coyote tell a tall tale, instead of pounding him into the dirt, flaying his fur, and using his pelt to cozy up their riverbank holts? That was the question their leader, Musky Moe, put forward with a snarl, just as the coyote was about to start his song. I could use a coyote fur couch this winter, Musky Moe said. Looks mighty warm to me. The coyote sat back on his haunches and looked the leader of the otters over lengthways and longways and upways and downways. He had a smirk on his gray muzzle and a devious twinkle in his eye. There were scars that cut through the brown and gray fur on his back, and he wore not a stitch of clothes. Even the otters, freer than any folk, wore wrist cuffs woven from seaweed and green-knit watch caps with their gang insignia emblazoned on the front. A terrible otter claw bursting from a frothy river, a fish in its fist. They also wore glasses, every one of them, because when otters were on land, they were nearsighted. Once, a passing skunk shouted that the Thunder River rompers were more like Thunder River rubes. The skunk had a good stinking laugh over that because a rube was a foolish fellow. Musky Moe, never one to let an insult pass, dragged that skunk into the river and held him down so long, he washed the stink right off him. No one ever disrespected the Thunder River rompers after that. But the coyote didn't seem to care a whisker for the rompers or Musky Moe's reputation as a drowner of skunks. He'd stepped from the dark brush and settled himself in front of them without so much as a beg your pardon, and then he'd offered to start singing songs like the riverbank was his very own turf. Musky Moe was not having it, 
So how about you get up out of here, coyote, before I make it so you can't never get up from anywhere again? Coyote liked his winter song and did not like to be interrupted when he was about to sing it. Confronted with Muskimo's demand that he get up out of here, the coyote licked his lips. I didn't mean to bother you fine fellows, Coyote said, the gravel in his voice getting rougher. I know you other folk have a lot of ruckus to raise before winter sinks her teeth in. I'm only a weary traveler seeking some rest and some good company. I'll be off shortly, but first, perhaps might I sing my song? You're not welcome here, Mo grunted at him, flexing his webbed front paws for a fight. And none of us want to hear you howling, right, boys? He grimaced to show off his otter fangs. The rest of the gang stood up behind him and grunted. Coyote was bigger than all of them, but grossly outnumbered. He sighed as he swung the guitar off his back. Why don't I play you just one song before I go? It's a short song. Muskimo laughed when he saw the guitar. You ain't got no strings on your guitar, he said, pointing. The other otters laughed along with their leader because, indeed, the coyote's tin can guitar didn't have a single string on it. What good's a guitar without any strings? It won't make a sound. <laughs>